With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. It's hour two on this Thursday. Football coming up tonight. Vikings on the road. Kirk D. Cousins in prime time. What could go wrong? Vikings getting six and a half. Our good buddy, Nick Wright, on loan from First Things First, says, uh, and he will join us, Kansas City was going to go 20-0 and this season, and uh, he decided to get a tattoo that said never a doubt on his left forearm. Uh I doubt they're going to go 20-0 after losing their first game opening night against the Detroit Lions. So Nick Wright will join us coming up in a little bit. Yes, Paul? We should have have some type of thing with him there. He has to put, like, the if the Chiefs somehow don't advance very well this year, mm. he has to put the final record of the team just under that tattoo. Mm. Like if they're 14 and whatever. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what kind of mood he's going to be in after getting that one, never a doubt. I mean, you could use that for other things when they somebody says, oh, what's that for? Never a doubt. My uh, wife and I, never a doubt. I'm a great dad, never a doubt. I'm a great radio host, never a doubt. And Didn't you do this with the Kansas City Chiefs going to go undefeated? Never a doubt. Washington Huskies will join the Big Ten next year. Michigan State is going to give them an early taste of Big Ten action. You can watch uh, Sparty take on the dogs. That'll be live from East Lansing, and that'll be, uh, let's see, 4.30 uh, Eastern exclusively on Peacock, which is our streaming partner. I was uh, thinking about this game. It was mentioned to me the anniversary was coming up. On this night, 1991, one of the greatest freshman running performances in college football history, Marshall Falk. Rushed for 386 yards, seven touchdowns. San Diego State beat Pacific 55-34. And I remember at, after that game, even during that game, there were people saying, give him the Heisman right now. And Marshall was unbelievable. And, but back then, you still had voters who weren't going to vote for an underclassman. And, you know, that was, that was Adrian Peterson, I think, changed people's minds. Uh, I certainly lobbied for him. 
when he was a sophomore. Uh, Herschel, you could have given it to him, but there was this adverse reaction to, uh, we're not going to give it to uh, you know, a freshman or sophomore. They'll get a chance to win. You know, I'm thinking, wait, there's no guarantee with that. You know, Herschel could have won the Heisman a couple of times. Uh, then he went pro, went to the USFL. But when Marshall Falk had that performance, and I remember there were former NFL players who were saying, give him the Heisman right now. I don't know where he finished in the Heisman race. I'd be curious if you could look that up. Uh, but, you know, I mean, he went on to be a Hall of Fame running back. But that was a pretty impressive performance. Granted, it was against Pacific, but still 386 and seven touches. Yes, Pauline. Yeah, that was the 1991 season. Marshall Falk finished the season with like 1,400 yards, seven yards a carry, 21 touchdowns. That was only good enough for ninth for the Heisman. Mm. Desmond Howard won it. The other invitees were Casey Weldon, quarterback of Florida State, mm. Ty Detmer, BYU, Steve Entman, the defensive lineman at Washington who had that big year, and a few others. I remember watching that game, Dan, because I'm pretty sure you or someone else did SportsCenter that night. And back in the day, ESPN broadcast that game with Marshall Falk. You guys used to rerun them. So after the late Sports Center, we stayed up. I was in college and watched the Marshall Falk game again because it was that good. Yeah, we had analysts in the building who were saying, give him the Heisman. Because it was, I mean, that was a coming out party. Yes, Marv. How did people just like whiff on him? He's from like New Orleans, I think. Yeah. And he got to San Diego State. Yeah, I know. It's not one of those where you go, I wonder how he got out to San Diego State. I mean, if he got out to USC, then you might go, oh, I wonder how he got out there. But San Diego State and coming from, you know, uh, inner city New Orleans and going out there. Yeah, you're right. There's always a couple of those guys that are like, how did you end up there? Now, there's sometimes we'll go, how did Kansas State get those basketball players? Well, <laughs> like OJ Mayo, how'd you go from Ohio to USC? Never know. Uh, yes, Paul. I've got a story here about Marshall Falk being recruited out of high school. He had offers from uh, Florida, Nebraska, all the biggies, all, pretty much all the biggies, but they wanted him to switch to defensive back, and oh. that was a no-go. And that's one of the reasons San Diego State said, you're, you're our starting tailback week one. He goes, I'll take it. And there's a story. Remember Bo Jackson told us a similar story. Alabama, their assistant coach discussed him because they were so deep in the backfield with what, Bobby Humphrey or whoever it was that they may let him play tight end for a year. And Bo goes, what? And Pat Dye said, you're our starting tailback. Wait, who's the guy who was going to be a linebacker at Penn State? Who told us that story? And, and Roethlisberger? But, was Roethlisberger recruited at other no, positions? No, he was a tight end. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think Ohio State wanted to make him a tight end. I know Bo told us that Alabama, when they came for an in-house visit, they said, you may not get a lot of playing time your freshman year. Maybe you could spot it tight end. And he was like, uh. Yeah. And then Pat, <laughs> Di, Pat Dye walks in and goes, you're starting. Yeah. And he goes, cool. How do you look at somebody like that and go, nah, I don't know if you could start. or You don't tell him that. Or, or Marshall Fall, can you say, yeah, um, we want you to be a DB. Uh, okay. Can I be running back? No, no, no. Not at San Diego State or, you know, whatever these schools are that we're recruiting them. Yes, Eden. Uh, just made a Marshall Falk joke. <laughs> you did? Yeah. yeah, it was off air, though. Oh, oh. A Falk off. Turns out he was a DB, just a different kind. Whoa, that's wow. not right. Whoa, that's not right. Where? Whoa, whoa, whoa. He once yelled at me about the Patriots, so, and I've never forgotten it. Marshall yelled at you? Yeah. 
Yeah. Was he in studio? He was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, he was complaining about the Patriots taping their walkthroughs. <laughs> and I was like, actually, that was uh, proven to not be true. <laughs> and he did not appreciate it because he was there. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, they want to blame it on something. Yeah. You know, it's like we it's didn't... the only way the Patriots yes. could have beaten them. Yeah. We didn't we didn't lose that game. They cheated us. It's just a joke. Yeah. Just a joke. Of course it is. All right. We'll get to uh, some <laughs> phone calls here. Uh, Nick Wright will join us coming up. Uh, the NBA approves new load management policies. Brian Windhorst from the Mothership will join us coming up. Aaron Rodgers issues a brief statement that uh, he shall rise again. Still no word on the Jets if they're going out to get another quarterback here. But they do have a third-string quarterback. What's his name? Tim Boyle? Boyle. Yeah. Practice squad. Okay. So they'll, you know, I would think they would bump him up active. Yeah. And wasn't Boyle in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers? Yep. Okay. So he's, he's well aware of the Aaron Rodgers system, uh, having been in Green Bay. But it's now Zach Wilson's team. As the, they get ready to take on the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, Paul. Don't you just run the ball against Dallas and see what happens? Yes. 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 Right. I if you said that I can run at Micah Parsons as opposed to having him run at me. Right, right. I, Keep like it I'm, simple. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna initiate. I'm gonna start this. Um I'm gonna go at Micah Parsons. You got Brees Hall and you got Dalvin Cook. I don't know how good the offensive line is. And I know that people want to pin this Rodgers injury on that. If you look at the play, the first, I what that three of the four passes uh, were cut blocks where it was going to be quick, and Rodgers on one of them almost got sacked because there was a cut block with his right tackle, and uh, Rodgers didn't throw it right away. So when he gets hurt, that left tackle is going to cut block, and Rodgers didn't get rid of the ball quickly, as you would think, and therefore you know, he had a free run at him. But I don't know how good this offensive line is. I mean, Becton, we keep waiting for him to be something maybe that he's not. I don't know if he's the next Orlando Pace, but you're watching and you're he's not even DeBrickishaw Ferguson. I still, every time I hear DeBrickishaw, I can't help but think of our, uh, our buddies, Key and Peel. That was the genesis for the whole bit. The East-West uh, bowl game names. Yes. Well, Peel comes in and he says to Key, because he's not a football guy, and he, he's like, do you know there's a guy named DeBrickishaw? And, <laughs> and Key's like, yeah. And all of a sudden, he started looking at names and they started making up names. You know, he's like, DeBrickishaw. Thus born Hingle McCringleberry. <laughs> yeah, the legends. The legends. <laughs> Living legends. Three pumps. Three pumps. Yeah, you get flagged with three points. Yeah, if you, one, two, oh, if, if, three pumps. They've got a call flag on him. The funniest bit. DeBrickishaw Ferguson. My man's name is DeBrickishaw? Yeah. <laughs> That's not a family name, is I it? I don't know. I don't know how you, like, you're Check sitting it. around and you're going, eh, and if we have a boy. Tim <laughs> or. No. If we have a girl, we're going to name Sarah. And if we have a boy, it's going to be DeBrickishaw. <laughs> Could we do some research on DeBrickashaw? DeBrickashaw Montgomery Ferguson. I'm, I'm Junior gonna, the third. I'll find the name. Okay. The reason. Yeah. Because I don't know. Maybe it's a family name. Oh, I got it. Is somebody a bricklayer? Ferguson's given name. Hold on, please. Okay. Was inspired by Father Ralph DeBriskhart, a character in the 1977 novel The Thornbirds. 
Very popular book and movie. Oh, yeah. Thornburns was a big deal. Was that so, Richard Chamberlain? Correct. Was that like a TV movie? Yeah, correct. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I remember so, that. So Father Richard Ralph DeBriscart became DeBrickashaw. <laughs> okay. Uh, of course it did. Right. Yes, Marv. Those are one of those names that won't be on a coffee mug. <laughs> Like, you know, they have, you know, Sam, Dave, <laughs> oh, yeah. Mike. Yeah. Like when you go into Cracker Barrel and right. you're going to, you know, <laughs> shop around a little bit before you go in and have your breakfast. And it's like you got those mugs. <laughs> I'm looking like, oh, Mark, Matthew. Oh, no Marvin. Oh, you want to get a personalized magnet for your fridge? Would you just go by Brick? Brick Ferguson? Yeah. That's a tough yeah. sounding name. Yeah. Yeah. I bet he went by Brick. Brick. That's cool. What? Who was uh, the uh, sports guy in Anchorman? What was uh oh, uh brick oh it wasn't brick but um remember he was the uh sports Brock Tamlin Brock Brock Tamlin know what Champ Kind Champ Kind is a sportscaster <laughs> oh, no, yeah uh, Steve Carell's character oh what's his Brick Tamlin there okay. okay Brick Tamlin was Steve okay. Carell okay I I thought for some reason that I totally whiffed on the sports Veronica guy. Corningstone oh yes. Yeah. Um, do you know, Will Ferrell was telling me about that, that the number of anchormen in Los Angeles who think that movie is based on them. And so so Will Ferrell says, you know, I'm out to dinner. And I, he goes, this guy who worked at Channel 7, he comes up to me and he goes, uh, I know you based that movie off of me, Anchorman, didn't you? And then Will's like, uh, yeah. And Will said... He he basically took five anchor men and then kind of combined them into Ron Burgundy. It's so great though that he nailed it so much, like the character of a news guy <laughs> that they all think it's about him. But have you been around a news guy? A news guy sounds like a news guy when he's not delivering the news. Yeah. He's like, Hello. I mean, he's always like something could happen, and I need to get on camera right right away. So I need to stay in character. We have some uh, like local news guys that live in my neighborhood in Hartford. Yeah, and when you're trick or treating, <laughs> they love the costumes. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, dude, chill. Yeah, but uh, you you have those guys that that's how they sound when they're not on TV. Hey, good to see you, son. Uh, okay, hi. <laughs> One almond joy each. Um, Be careful out there today, boys. John in Washington. Hi, John. What's on your mind today? Yes, my entry for the must win are the Seattle Seahawks since they laid the biggest egg ever last week in the second half. And Geno Smith just didn't really perform like we expected. All right. Well, thank you, John. So uh, the Seattle Seahawks, a must win game. Lions yeah. are giving four and a half to the Seahawks. Mm. Yes, John. I think Paul, you had it earlier. Brian Dayball was the coach of the year. You get humiliated 40 nothing at home on opening night. You've got to win that game. And if you, even if you win by one point, you barely get through it. You've got to walk away with a W. Against okay, Cardinals. what's the line at the Cardinals? I'm going to say Giants, they are giving. Yeah, you go with it. Two and a half. Five and a half. And I'm, I'm going to take Arizona. I'm wow. taking Arizona. Who doesn't want to win? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Mark. The organization doesn't want to win. Those players want to win. The players, <laughs> grit and grind. Would it be wild if the if let's say the Bears keep stinking it up and the Cardinals keep stinking it up, and then the Texans should not be good and Carolina should not be good. 
it's possible the top four picks of the draft could be Bears and Cardinals because they have all those picks. Okay, do the Bears take Caleb Williams? Oh, you have to. It's the biggest bailout of all time. Well, wait, I thought Justin Fields could win the MVP this year. Uh, you didn't hear that over wait, here. Wait, Not me. What are we talking about here? Because they, they have to pick up his fifth-year option after this, this spring. So if the Bears somehow really stunk it up and had a – they might have two top five draft picks. You would have a lot of analysts walking around on crutches mm-hmm. because they'd sprain their ankles jumping off the bandwagon there. Be like, I didn't, Justin Fields? No. Once again, as talented as he is, and he could be as good as Jalen Hurts. He could be. He's just not on a good team. If you put Jalen Hurts on the Bears, he's a curiosity. He is. If you put Justin Fields on the Eagles, you're probably going, oh, my God, that guy is unbelievable. Yes, Mark. Justin Fields will be on the cover of Time Magazine. Yes, instead of Jalen Hurts. Right. All right. Nick Wright's going to join us. We'll uh, talk to him about uh, what went into deciding to get a tattoo, thinking the Kansas City Chiefs were going to go undefeated. And shouldn't there be a sliding scale of if they don't win the Super Bowl or let's say they lose over four games this year? Maybe we'll see. We'll add something to that tattoo. Take a break. More phone calls coming up after this. Football's back in full swing, and here we go. Week two, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers bet $5 on football. Get $200 instantly in bonus bets. So nobody misses out on the action. Also, DraftKings customers take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Get in on all the action week two. DraftKings Sportsbook, first thing you have to do is download the app and use the code PATRICK to sign up. New customers, bet just $5, take home 200 in uh, bonus bets instantly, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code PATRICK. Fritzy. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Bonus issued as free bets, one early win token issued at opt-in, money line bets only, deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. What's, what's going on? Nick Wright has faith in the Kansas City oh, Chiefs. God, this song's terrible. Wow. Okay. That is tough. Yeah, Paulie. Limp Biscuit covering George Michael. Not approved. Oh, my goodness. No way. <laughs> Not approved. You know, some things are bad, like a uniform back in the time, and then you later you're like, no, it's actually good. This is bad. You know, it's interesting. You know, remember yesterday we were talking about most expensive music videos ever made? Yeah. Limp Biscuit is somewhere in like the top five or top ten with one of the most expensive videos ever made. They just couldn't make good music. Dang. It's the video good? Fred Durst isn't going to stand for that. Fred Durst. Yeah. Not yeah. it. <laughs> Not it. Biscuit. All right. Let's bring in uh, Nick Wright, host of First Things First, afternoons on Fox Sports 1, also host of What's Right with Nick Wright on iTunes and YouTube. How you doing, Nick? Well, I'd be doing a little better if Fritzy, you know, actually gave you what I told him to introduce me as. He gave you most of it. Oh, boy. Or you just self-edited. Host of First Things First, comma, America's most beloved sports television show, Afternoons on FS1, and the rest. He did send you, me that. You, uh, you, I did. I, I included that, Fritz. He absolutely you sent me that. specifically said, what do you want him to introduce you as? And I included that line, and it's not there. I thought he was being cute and facetious and playful, and like he didn't actually want me to have you say that. That's why I <laughs> took that part out. Oh, we're going to get serious now when Nick Wright's on the show? <laughs> I like, learned my like lesson now again. we have journalistic I mean, standards I mean, here? My intro was a commentary on rock music from 24 years ago, and now all of a sudden I was just trying to get in the archives America's most respected broadcaster <laughs> calling my television show America's most beloved, and it would live forever. Oh. And Fritzy robbed me of that. So thanks for that, man. I apologize. I did choose to edit that out, thinking he was just being cute with me. Well, Fritzy is a journalist. I will say that. Oh, yeah. No uh, doubt about it. Okay. So the uh, tattoo that you got, never a doubt. Yeah, there it is on camera. All right. Kind of awkwardly showing. What's the problem? All right. So uh, did you have to run this by the home office there? Home office? Like the your Fox wife. Sports? No, no, no. Oh, my no, wife. No, no, no. Your, oh. your wife. Well... You know, Dan, I'm nothing if not brilliant. 
<laughs> and the and the thing about having a tattoo that says never a doubt is it is subject to interpretation and so i come home with it and my wife sees it initially what's that it's about you and me baby that's what i never brought up doubt. i brought that up last never, hour you spin it yeah never a doubt yeah what's it and it, you know what if you know as some of your listeners have you know posited what if one day you know a more successful handsome older broadcaster steals her away from me now i have never a doubt on my arm <laughs> what is it about then well then it's about my career my professional path and when the chiefs win the super bowl this year the 20 and 0 part gets lost in the ether and it's like hey you know who had a doubt not this guy never a doubt so as is the case either with myself or my beloved Kansas City Chiefs, just can't lose. Even when they lose, they can't lose. Everyone's like, oh, Nick, how do you feel about the Chiefs? I don't know. Better than Bengals fans feel. Better than the Bills fans feel, who are finally catching up to what I've been saying about Josh Allen. Ravens fans feel great about that new passing game. How do Steelers fans feel? Chargers still the Chargers. Broncos look like Nat Hackett had incorporated uh, Sean Payton's body. That's the same team. 10 penalties, 16 points. I'm feeling great. Absolutely Fantastic. If you felt that great about the Chiefs, you should have put 20 and 0. What am I going to say to my wife then? Well, exactly. <laughs> that's why. What, that's what, why. what am I going to say? I, I mean, you're talking a big game there. 20 and 0 would have stood for something that truly meant you believed in the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, I mean, a man has his limits. <laughs> and also, it's a contact sport. And things like Travis Kelsey's knee and Chris agent, Chris Jones' knucklehead agents can get in the way of things. But I feel very good. I feel very good right now. How do you feel about playing in Jacksonville against the new and improved Jaguars? Revenge game. You Listen, yeah. revenge game. They, they maimed Patrick Mahomes, one of the dirtiest plays in modern sports history. <laughs> uh, and so, that listen, I... My AFC championship game pick is Chiefs-Jags. I think the Jags are going to have a top four offense. I would have picked Trevor Lawrence to win league MVP, but because I had predicted that one of the teams was going to literally go undefeated, that typically would get an MVP. Mm. Uh, but I think they win that game, and I think they're going to be just fine. I Everybody, here's the, here is an actual earnest opinion that I know people is going to say, say is crazy, but I'm right. Despite the loss, the Chiefs have more reasons for optimism after that Lions game than had they won the game 38-35. We know the offense is going to be good because it's always good. Oh, what about without Tyree Kill? They didn't have him last year. They Most points, most yards won Super Bowl. The question for this Chiefs team is when you play seven rookies last year on defense, how good can the defense be? And I thought the defense, without Chris Jones, without their big free agent acquisition, Charles Amina, who's suspended for another five games, looked really damn good against a good offense and a great offensive line in Detroit. So I feel, I, I am confident that this should be the best defense the Chiefs have had since Mahomes has been there, which is why I thought they were going to go 20-0. and 0. But even though that's dead, I feel really good about it. So I think they go to Jacksonville and win. And I think they, how about, I think, I, I'd get this tattoo, but it's it'd be too, you know, kind of uh, arduous and long. I think that they're going to be 7-1 and one 
when they face the Miami Dolphins and what will be a massive football game right before the Chiefs buy. You still have the Jets going to the AFC title game? I said Jags. Oh, no, Jags. I had oh. Chiefs Jags. Oh, okay. I'm saying I picked Chiefs Jags before the year. I had the Jets before the year finishing last in the AFC East. And the it's a weird thing with the Jets, Dan, because the because of the type of injury, and I think all of us wanting to show respect to Rodgers and feel terribly about the gravity of it, I don't think there was enough time spent on the fact that Aaron Rodgers getting dinged, not a torn Achilles, but a high ankle sprain or something, was always the concern for a team that addressed everything but their offensive line. And now nobody thought it would last four games, but I thought that this was a potential outcome from the very beginning, especially when your right tackle hadn't played in two years and your left tackle is Aaron's age. Like, that was a recipe for disaster from the beginning, unfortunately. We're talking to Nick Wright, host of First Things First Afternoons on Fox Sports 1. What's the official introduction there, Todd? I deleted the uh, text, but it had to do with oh, wow. the most watched, uh, awesome, incredible <laughs> Most show. watched? I don't lie. Pardon the interruption, which gets no, you know, none of the none of the sports media pundits talk about PTI's ratings. They just get, you know, the most the most views for 25 years. Nobody cares. Not a lot of viral clips. I mean, we're not the most watched. We're the most beloved. And you know how I can prove that? Because it's a feeling. It's in the air. You walk through the city and you're like, you know what? They love us. Show me. It wrong. can't be debunked. It can't be it debunked. Can't be debunked. Exactly. It's like calling Dan Patrick America's handsomest sportscaster. It, it, it just you just have the feeling, yeah. and no one can prove it's not true. Joel Klatt might have something to say about it, but you know, I don't know what. No, I I, I was going to say you know you're not the only person in your house who would probably agree okay, with that. Okay, that's. A, a, okay. <laughs> You know, my house gets smaller by one today, Dan. I was going to ask you about this off the air, do it on the air. In 10 hours, I drive to the airport, take my daughter to college. I'm in a bit of emotional shambles okay. about this situation. Okay, here's the thing. Don't, like, you want to show confidence in her. You show confidence in her by not being emotional. Like, you're going to miss her. You love her. Uh, you know, I'm going to come and see you. Uh, I wouldn't dump her off curbside. Um, you know, I would, I would walk her, you know, as far as you could, but you'll show confidence in her by your emotions and your reaction. Cause you might think, oh my God, she's going to be like, dad, it'll be okay. Like, don't cry. You're going to be like, Hey, I can't wait to hear what it's like first week or so. And I'm going to come and visit you make sure you stay in touch. What do you think? That is Dan exceptional advice. And I genuinely appreciate it. Good. That is great advice that can only come from a much, much, much older person than I am. Yeah. That has been through it and yeah. understands these circumstances. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, the NBA policies, load management. Yeah. Um, how do we, I, I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure this out. How does this work where you're going to say you got to play? Or an independent doctor is going to look at somebody. Or can I play for three minutes and then sit down? You know, do I meet the requirements of like I? This is this is challenging to say to the team. You got to make your players play. It is challenging. I'm not so concerned about the all right. I'll play for three minutes and then sit down because the players will hate that because it wrecks your numbers. 
Like that's always been the thing. Like, oh, just check in, then go out. Well, then you get zeros across the board and it hurts your averages and everything. So I think players will push back against that. Uh, so I don't think that'll be so much of a concern. Here's the thing. There is not a perfect fix here, but we have right now diamet diametrically opposed incentives. Teams believe that their number one goal is to have their players as healthy, rested, and available as possible for the postseason. That actually is not the number one goal. The number one goal is make sure the NBA stays incredibly popular, incredibly profitable, and incredibly highly rated. Everyone complaining like, oh, you're going to make special rules for the nationally televised games. You're damn straight. That's what pays the bills. And that is, that's the reason, I think I've said this to you before, I'll, I'll make the point again. There is nothing inherent about basketball that makes it more valuable than Frisbee golf. But the reason the best basketball players in the world make 60 million and the best Frisbee golf players in the world have a regular job is because the American public values with our eyes and time one more than the other. When you have things that are happening that are making the American public turn away, you have to fix it. And so I don't think it is, I, I don't think, I hate to come on and be like, there is no perfect solution. I don't think there is a perfect solution. But I think you have to step in the direction of having the the television and in-stadium product better than what it's been the last few years. So I give the league credit on that regard. And the other thing that is sort of lingering there, like there's two things. Joel Embiid at some point has to look around and go, what am I doing here? And Giannis has to look around at that roster and go, these guys are all in their 30s. Old. Like, what am I? what am I doing here? Which yep. one is more likely to be on a different team sooner? So, okay. So the, the, I think it is almost a certainty that Giannis leaves, but I don't think it'll be early. I think Giannis will finish the last two years of his contract, maybe win another title, and then leave. Like, the, the, if you're Milwaukee, you did the right thing. You went all in on this, the best player in the league to win a title, but there's a cost to that. You went all in on veteran players who have gotten older because you've been so good. You haven't been able to draft great players. That's, that's the cost. Embiid, I think there is a chance he stays, but if he doesn't, it's a, he's gone in a year. Does that, do you follow what I'm saying? Like, I don't think there's any chance Giannis is gone a year from now. No. I think there's a real chance Giannis is, or that I think it's almost a certainty Giannis is gone in two years. And he's being open about this. And it's his right. Like, he's not wrong that I've done everything right for Milwaukee. I think they could win the title and it could be the right decision for him to eventually leave. Embiid, you have to see what return they get for Harden, and they will get something at some point. And then for Embiid, who I like a lot, then Embiid has to actually have a playoff run where he's awesome. That hasn't happened. And he is now the only, there's only four MVPs in league history that never made an NBA Finals. Actually, three now. Embiid, Nash, Rose. I might be leaving one out, but I don't think I am. Embiid's the only one who's never made a conference finals. So he, at some point, has to take some ownership of this as well. Good good to talk to you. Um, yeah. Hope, hope everything's good. Uh, Todd, do you have the official 
title of his show? The most beloved show on not only FS1, but anywhere in the sports industry. How's that? Yeah. The most America's most beloved sports television show. Seven words. It's very easy. (laughs) Maybe you should get that tattooed. By the way, I'm still waiting for um, your dinner response. I owe you a dinner. I asked you if we could do it. Dan responded with a smile emoji. Dan responded to a question with a smile emoji. That's not an answer. Um, Yeah, Seton. Welcome to the club, Nick. Yeah. That's how Dan. That's how Dan communicates. But if it was at least you got a smile emoji, not just the letter K. But but if it's a if it's a smile, that means I'm up for it. If it's a frown, that means I'm not. So no, that's true. I mean, you know what? It was a good step. We'll we'll have have to put public pressure on you in order to make this happen. That's all. Um, All right. Next time the Chiefs lose, then we'll go to dinner and I'll pick up your spirits. So in two years, I mean, come on. Oh, they're Goodbye. they're going undefeated the rest of the year. Nineteen and one. That <laughs> did you not see that part of the tattoo? See ya. Fine. Thanks, you bud. Uh, that's Nick Wright. Uh, he's popular. He's beloved. He's a lot of things there, and he's got a tattoo. Never a doubt. All right. Yeah, that's one of those when you come home and then you know you're you're not asking for permission. You're kind of begging for forgiveness because. Sometimes when you get a tattoo, you're not the only one who sees the tattoo. And if she sees it, and you can spin it and go, eh, never a doubt, you know, I love you. Okay. Yeah, but that's about the Kansas City Chiefs, Nick. Yes, Bowen. Would you guys, you and Seton are the tattoo guys here. You've had some, Seton, more than any of us. Would you have to clear it at home? No. If you're on the road, let's say you're on the road, and a bunch of guys want to go get tats, and you're just going to get a little, a little something, not like sleeved out. Mm-mm. Don't clear it, not a text? No. Mm-mm. Yeah. I did, I did one that wasn't cleared. Uh, but then the next day, I was like, uh, "Hey, babe, by the way, I kind of got a tattoo last night." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't need to run it by the home office. I usually do though. I mean, like, you know what I'm thinking about getting? Because some of them are kind of like some of them are goofy, you know. Well, if I got a face tattoo, yeah. then I probably would. That's off the board. Yeah, probably would. Face, neck. Yeah, probably. Or, yeah, I probably let her at know. this point. Yeah, or you know, like those chest plates. Yeah, that's that's not a popular one in my house either. Yeah, that hurts too. That's if you ever watch somebody get that done, that's not fun. Now the ribs. When I saw somebody get the fish symbol on the ribs, and that guy, if he could have just said, "You know what? I'm going to walk out." Yeah, he was actually drinking a beer. I've never seen that before. Because you know they don't let you drink alcohol. Don't want you drinking alcohol before you get a tattoo. Thins out the blood and all that stuff. He had a he had a beer as they're tattooing his ribs. And he was on the verge of crying. That, your, your top of your feet, you know, like there's certain areas where you go, no, no. That's when you just, uh, the tattoo artist sees your face go white, all the blood is drained <laughs> from your face. And they're like, hey, you need a break, buddy? Yes. You wanna, why don't you go grab yourself a, uh, you know, Coca-Cola and a candy bar next door. Yes, Tom. Come on but that tattoo probably was called What's on Tat. So they're actually giving out beers to people and you can buy them at the, uh, at the tattoo parlor. Mm. What's on Tat? Mm-hmm. Uh, what makes a Mercedes-Benz EV different? Electric is what gets you there. Mercedes is what moves you. Like no other automaker, the vehicle's all electric, the feeling all Mercedes, the choice all yours. Learn more at MBUSA.com EQ. Back after this. 
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Vikings at Philadelphia coming up tonight. Since coming into the league in 2012, Kirk Cousins, 4-10 and in primetime road games. One of five quarterbacks during that time span with double-digit road primetime losses. Led by Eli Manning, who lost 17 times in his uh, career in primetime. He had a long career. Andy Dalton, 14 times. Aaron Rodgers, 14 times. Ben Roethlisberger, 11 times. Stat of the day brought to you, as always, by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. By the way, 
It'll be Tua and the Dolphins against Mac Jones and the Patriots. That'll be Sunday night on NBC and Peacock. Uh, can we bring in Dylan? Dylan, the graphics guy, part of the uh, gambling podcast that I do every Thursday with Shea and Irving and Bad Larry. And uh, Dylan is not off to a great start. He's uh, had a couple of parlays, and he uh, he missed everything on those parlays. <laughs> By the way, get in on all the action DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the code PATRICK. Sign up. New customers. Bet just $5. Take home $200 instantly in bonus bets only. DraftKings Sportsbook with the como, uh, promo code PATRICK. The crown is yours. The crown is not Dylan's, who joins us now. So uh, first week, you had a three-leg parlay. Yep, the TCU game. Yeah, against Colorado. You whiffed on all of those. Mm-hmm. And then last week, you had a three-team parlay? Uh, yes, NFL parlay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bills, no. Dolphins, <laughs> Chargers, under 51, no. And Lamar, anytime touchdown scorer, also no. All right. That brings us to this week's parlay. Um, all right, Dan. So I've been striking out with three legs. So I'm going four legs. Of course you will. This week. Um, all NFL games. Seahawks plus seven and a half alternate spread against the Lions. Um, Falcons plus two against the Packers. Cardinals plus five and a half against the Giants. And Ravens plus three and a half against the Bengals. And you'll notice a pattern in here. If you, so it's the Seahawks, Falcons, Cardinals, and Ravens. They're all birds. They are all birds. And that was actually happened totally by coincidence. And I noticed that (laughs) while I was doing my research. So it's the all birds parlay. And I think people will be flipping you the bird if you uh, whiff on your four team parlay. I think so too. Makes Um, a lot of sense though. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you think about it, um, pays out like plus a thousand. So 10 to one. Okay. Um, I bought the extra couple and a half points with the Seahawks because I think their two starting tackles are out. So, well, they just brought in a guy who's my age. Who Dwayne <laughs> Brown is what forty one? Yeah, they're gonna play with one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, there's also the Eagles playing tonight, which this is not involved. In oh, the is this a bonus pick? This is a bonus oh, pick for great. everyone, for all the believers out yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eagles believe you know nothing about gambling. That's what they believe. You know, I'm not making a great case for that. Okay. All right. Here we go. Well, it's like, it's hard. It's the beginning of the season. And it's like, you look at the board and it looks like hieroglyphics, like standing over the, your golf ball. What is the bonus pick? Okay. All right. Um, Glasses half full kind of (laughs) guys. I like the whole thing full. Um, (laughs) Eagles minus six and a half and under 49. I would hammer the under prime time. Kirk cousins playing. Okay. Go go back to your clone. I'm going back to my hole. All right. That's uh, Dylan, the graphics guy. More from Dylan, Bad Larry, and Shea and Irving coming up after the show. DanPatrick.com. Dan Patrick takes a gamble. When people, once again, he's the oldest 27-year-old you ever hear when you hear that voice. Dylan's 27? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dog ears? What is that? Once again, get in on all the action. DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the promo code PATRICK. Sign up. New customers can bet just $5. Take home 200 Instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Promo code PATRICK. All right. Uh, that dude is the best. Man. He, he's, a, he's a character. He is. He, and he holds his own with Shea and Irving, which is not easy to do. We have a new must-win game. Now, is this NFL? It is not. This is by far the biggest must-win game of the weekend. It's very, very weird. 
Is it Colorado it's, against Colorado State? It is Colorado giving 23.5 to in-state rival Colorado State. The Colorado train is flying. Everyone's going there. Ooh. I think the Today Show is going there this weekend. Game day, <laughs> big noon kickoff, McNeil-Lair report, what, everyone's going there. And they cannot lose this game before the Oregon matchup. And then they got to beat Oregon to get to USC at home, national TV game. So everyone's writing this game off and just passing on to the next week. Must, must win for Colorado. Here is uh, Colorado State's head coach, Jay Norville. And I sat down with ESPN today, and I don't care if they hear it in Boulder. I told them I took my hat off, and I took my glasses off, and I said, when I talk to grown-ups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. So They're clapping. <laughs> so taking a shot at Dion that has the shades on in his hat? Correct. Oh, my God. But he said that as if Dion wasn't a grown-up, too. Like, when I talk to grown-ups, I take my hat, like... What, what are we doing? Sp- stoking it up. Okay, what? first of all, I don't believe you're a grown-up if you call other people grown-ups. <laughs> that's, something, that's something little kids say. Oh. Whoa, what's a, look at all the grown-ups in this room. You mean adults? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but, a lot of grown-ups around here, huh? I, okay. You're calling out Dion not taking his hat or glasses off when he meets another grown-up. Woo. Isn't Dion like 56? He's a grown-up. Right. He's a, <laughs> He's a grown-up. All right. One more hour to go. Dan Patrick show. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.